And I speak to you in the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Well, good morning, saints. You should see the view from up here. What a joy it is to behold the church so full of people. You all look very well rested as well. One of my favorite moments in our worship each Sunday is when the people come forward to receive communion. There's something profoundly beautiful about that holy procession. Before I was a priest, I always used to sit on the seat closest to the aisle so I could get a close-up view of this procession. People of all ages, all stations in life, making their pilgrimage to the altar. Some walking joyfully, others under the burden of grief, others pushing through doubt, but all of them putting one foot in front of the other, seeking an encounter with God. I often imagine their ancestors in the faith who walked this path before them, as well as the generations still to come who will one day walk this same well-worn path. This fellowship of faithful pilgrims I'm describing has a name, the Communion of Saints. And it is this great multitude that we celebrate today on this Feast of All Saints. And not just the famous saints we all know, like our patron, the Apostle Paul, or St. Francis of Assisi, or Teresa of Avila, but also those faithful Christians who will never be depicted in stained glass windows, but whose lives witness to the resurrection of Jesus all the same. Many of them members of our community who have gone on to greater glory. Saints like Rich and Mary Nodar, Anne Farmer, Polita Moody, just to name a few. And yes, even those of us gathered here are part of that great communion of saints, for as the hymn we just sang reminds us, they lived not only in ages past, there are hundreds of thousands still. For the saints of God are just folk like me, and I aim to be one too. Today we have the great joy, incredible joy, of welcoming five new saints into the body of Christ. Jack, Nathan, Tommy Joe, Ezra, and Naledi. Through holy water and ancient prayers, these children will momentarily take their place among the great communion of saints. Now, I'm mindful that our parents and godparents might be feeling a little bit of pressure right now, having this title of saint bestowed upon these little ones. They might be wondering whether we expect them to raise little Mother Teresa's or Martin Luther King Jr.'s. And the answer is, no, not exactly. But the promises they are about to make are big promises nonetheless. Committing to raise these children into the full stature of Christ is a big responsibility indeed. Yes, yes it is a very big responsibility. 
But parents and godparents, if I can say one thing to you, if you remember only one thing I say today, I hope you'll remember this. There are big promises that are about to be made to you and these children too. Indeed, that will become evident in just a few minutes when the faithful saints gathered here rise to their feet and in voices resounding, promise to do all in their power to support these children in their life in Christ. For when we join the fellowship of the saints, we are promised something very important, that we are never, ever alone. When we emerge from the waters of baptism, we find eternal solidarity with a spiritual company, a company that will never leave us to fend for ourselves on our pilgrimage of faith. Indeed, on the unknown path that lies before these children, there are saints that God will bring alongside them. There are saints whose names they will never know, who will prepare the way for them. And there are saints who will extend the hand of friendship to lift them up when they fall. And indeed, there are saints standing before the throne of God in heaven right now, offering prayers to help them on their way. Of all the promises that will be made in this holy place today, the most important one of all comes from God. And we heard this promise spoken in the prayer that opened our worship today. I invite you to listen to it again. Almighty God, you knit together in your elect one communion and fellowship in the mystical body of your Son. Indeed, in holy baptism, God knits us into a divine fellowship. Indeed, he knits us into a fellowship and binds him, us to him and to each other in a bond that can never be broken. And as he knits us into that great tapestry of grace, he clothes us with the saving power of his son's death and resurrection. And we are never, ever the same again. We are freed from the grip of the power of sin and death to live forever in the light of resurrection. So yes, today, on behalf of Jack, Nathan, Tommy Joe, Ezra, and the lady, we offer a resounding yes to God's grace. We welcome them to take their place in the holy procession of saints, to take their place at this table where we share one bread and one cup, and to join with all the saints both in heaven and on earth to live for the praise of God's glory. Amen.